okay, well, this is still in beta, and and we're once again we're short fill, and we're recording at the ranch house, out in the middle of nowhere, and we've both had to, we've now had to like rid ourselves of a spider, and also re rehang the door to the room that we're in. That was. We're still in the remodeling process here at, at the ranch house. That's what you're calling this place. I don't know. What do you? The, it's, I don't know. What are you going to call? What? What? What do you? How do you want to refer to this? To this place? I don't know. We'll call it the Rinder Farm. Derp. Oh god, that's awful. Yeah, come up with a more terrible name. <sighs> more terrible than Rinder Farm? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that's possible because that's both a nerd pun and pun on rendering animals, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, that would, I'm definitely not doing any of that. Yeah, you don't I don't I don't see any like slaughterhouse. No, we're not going to be like making our own lie or anything like that. I don't even know. We're not we're not that like crazy hippies in the country. Yeah. We may we may end up eventually having our own eggs and fruit trees, but not separate things. Egg, not egg trees. Egg, an, an egg and fruit tree that would be awesome. Yeah, that's like the vegan dream, right? It's like if you can somehow get like eggs, eggs from, from a eggs from a tree, so you can, yeah. so you can get all the delicious protein without having to eat uh, anything from an animal. Yes. Uh, yeah. And also, you're sick of beans, I guess. Beans and peanut butter. Yeah. Right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I was thinking about eating beans, and I'm like, oh, man. I had some really good beans over the weekend, but they had a ton of meat in them. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way to get you to eat beans is mm-hmm. to soak them in meat. Yeah. Barbecue, <laughs> old barbecue beans. Yeah, it was really good. It was from that, that um, Lockhart's restaurant. Mm-hmm. And so they've got apparently they've got really good baked beans or barbecue beans. All right. Um. Yeah. So let's. Uh. You want to talk about video games? All right. Uh. So it is. We're. I guess this is like the Steam Sale, uh, podcast because we are in the midst of summer Steam Sale. Yeah. So break out your wallets and buy tons of games that you're never going to play. Or in my case. Look at all the games and say, I've already bought all the ones I want. Yeah, that little bit of that, too. And you're like, oh, man, if I'd only waited six years to buy these ten games, I could have saved so much money. Yeah, it's really just like, look at my wish list and go, are any of these on sale? Okay. I did buy two games uh, on the Steam sale, but I haven't played them yet. (laughs) I bought two games or more. I bought more than that and have played some of them. Yeah. Yes. I, uh, before, I didn't know when Steam Sale was coming, so after I finished um, the new, the Rise of the Tomb Raider, I, uh, uh, I started up on the, the Witcher 3 DLC stuff, which I hadn't played. And, man, like, trying to jump back into that game was rough. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't touched that game in a few months and so 
uh, starting the DLC and saying like, yeah, let's start from my from my last save game, and I jump in there and I'm like, oh god, I don't know how to play this. How anymore. do I shoot bow? Um, yes, yeah, I have to learn how to play the game again. Yeah, that's why that's why I never went and finished Demon Souls because it's like I was right at the end. Uh-huh. And uh there's just no way I go back there and be like, "Oh, I'm dying in these damn levels all over again." Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh Well, anyway, um I got yeah, I got a couple of games. Um one I got was uh I really liked the Shadowrun uh game that I had got before. Uh-huh. And so they had a uh, had the whole Shadowrun collection on sale, so I got uh, Shadowrun Returns and Hong Kong, and I started playing Returns. I haven't gotten to Hong Kong yet. Um, it's uh, it's kind of I mean it's a it's the same system basically as the first Shadowrun game. So I got it's an RPG. Yeah, it's uh, an isometric RPG, kind of a Baldur's Gate sort of thing. Yeah, it's uh it's cool. It's 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 cool to play because it's got like. A totally different system than like the D and D games and some of the other stuff. So it's not like like there's certain games like you know I was playing Knights of the Old Republic and that yeah. game is like super D and D style. I th- yeah, I think they even say somewhere like what D and D rule set they're basing their gameplay off of or something. On uh, the Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's based on a pencil and paper Star Wars game that is based on a D and D. No, well, because I played. I think there's two pencil and paper Star Wars games, and I've played both of those, and neither of those are like that. Oh. Uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, it's uh, it's it's cool because it's like it's very different, uh, kind of as far as that goes. Like I guess like in like in D and D games, like you never really want to have low stats. Yeah. You know, like there's like. Except for unless except for charisma, which nobody cares about unless you're like a bard or or, or some kind of rogue. Yeah, maybe if you're a rogue, if you're a combat rogue, you still don't <clears throat> give a shit about it. There's yeah. basically two. There's basically two classes that give a, give a crap about charisma. It's bards and sorcerers, um, because they both use that for their spell casting and whatnot. Oh yeah. I always used it because uh, I, uh, well, okay, in, in pen and paper games, I liked having a high charisma so I could, um, like, make stupid bluffs and try to talk my way out of situations instead of actually fighting. R- right, yes. And <clears throat> if you're playing with GMs that, like, you, like, are less, that are more like, hey, you know, I'll let you talk this guy into killing himself uh-huh. instead of making you, like, roll hit checks every and like you know because you put on that one piece of armor because you didn't want to just totally die like make you roll every single time to make sure you don't get a one on your arcane cast because of the spell failure chance and if you're if you're not dealing with that type of gm then yes you can maybe invest more in charisma and kind of have a little bit of fun with it yeah but i've only played with one gm before and he's he's pretty Judging by how uh, our game sessions tend to go, he's pretty loosey-goosey with some of the rules, uh, which is great. <laughs> yes, yes, that makes it a little bit more fun. 
Uh, but yeah, like if uh, but yes, yeah, so if you're playing a video game, like yeah, if you're playing a video game, no, like the computer's never going to be loosey goosey, right? Yeah, it's it's like <laughs> and you know those guys who are making like, that game are like like sticklers for the rules <laughs> if they're basing it off a D and D game. Yeah, but but it's like unless like literally unless the, like there there will be like for for charisma stuff like there's going to be like eight scripted things where charisma matters yeah and if you've read the walkthroughs you know like oh well because there's only these eight things because they fucking hate charisma everybody that makes like video games uh and charisma only matters in these like eight situations there's going to be a way for you to get through that that part without high charisma you know there's never like a case where you die because your charisma is low ever in any video game ever <laughs> there's never a case where I'm going to die if I go into this bar and and I'm like, hey, boys, and have, like, terrible charisma. Uh-huh. I assume, I don't know if I was playing a girl or a boy in that situation. But, <laughs> I don't think it know, matters. It doesn't matter. <laughs> not really. If your charisma's high enough, it doesn't matter. If they'll, all be like, really. they'll all be like, hey, how's it going? Huh? You know, but yeah. there's never a situation where it's like, I can't go do this thing because my charisma is too low. Yeah. It's going to be, I get... 500 less gold in the game where I get a million gold, you know, because I didn't persuade that one guy into giving me a little bit more money. Yeah. You know, or some shit like that. It's never like. Yeah, there's never a a game progress defining moment with with charisma. And. Yeah. But strength. Sure. All the fucking time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or, you know, or constitution like. Oh, definitely constitution. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, that's what that's what makes this game a little bit more interesting because I built a character when I'm playing through this one who has one point of like willpower, and I, I didn't put any points in like willpower or any points into strength, or I think I, I'm going with like a shaman, a, a gun shaman. So it's basically just so he does he do does he possess the guns? Does uh, he so invoke spirit gun? You you no, I just summon gun. summon spirits and use them as distractions while I oh. gun people down. Oh, okay. So like sniper rifle, like specializing in sniper rifle and having the shaman or having like the summons kind of more like up in the fray as to the distractions. I see. And then just, like, snipe from a distance is kind of, like, the plan I'm going with. <clears throat> so you can, like, sit on a rooftop and summon some kind of goblin and have the goblin walk over to a guy and deliver a message, and, and the message says, like, like... Uh, eat it. Eat it, yeah. <laughs> and then he, like, reads the thing and says, eat it. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Kind of, not exactly, oh. uh, but uh, like the fights. Oh, I don't know what game you'd equate it to. Like when you get into to battles, like when you get into battles, it goes into like that sort of real time tactical. Like it's very like XCOM ish. Okay, that could, so it's still turn based. Like it's turn based. Cover's really important. Yeah. Um, you know, it's the same like sort of action point system. Yeah. Um. So it's more like I'm back here in high cover. You know, sniping while 
the you know summon dude like will you know go up and and get in the fray. And if there's any melee guys, they'll like run out to swing at the at the summon, and I'll just like pick them off with the sniper rifle from from back, you know, like that kind of thing. I see. Okay, so you kind of take of a take a. Uh, uh... My first thought was Total Recall, where Quaid has like the decoy watch, and he sends the decoy out, and (laughs) 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 you think I'm the real Quaid? I am, and then he shoots them. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, (laughs) Total Recall spoilers. (laughs) Yeah, for anybody who's (laughs) yeah hasn't seen Total Recall yet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the. uh, Yeah. So that's kind of my plan with that. We'll see how it goes. Um, I've, uh, I also have played through the Knights of the Old Republic several times because it's like the only game I have on my iPad and that's just something you can do while you're, you know, going to bed at night and in the bathroom and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've beat it a couple of more times and you can get through. I have got through with minimum constitution. Like I took all the points off, so I only had eight constitution with like a couple of bills so now you're just you're you're left to just do weird like experiment runs. Yeah, I I went like total wizard. <laughs> total I, wizard. Yes, my yeah. my build was total wizard. So I put all of the points at the beginning. I I took strength down to the bone and I took constitution down. And I pumped and it all into wisdom. I pumped it all into wisdom. And I forget what the stats are in that game. Is it just wisdom? Is that the only? There's charisma and charisma work together. Okay. For, for spell casting, basically. And then there's intelligence. And and that doesn't deal with spell casting? No, intelligence is, is that just, just for, for skills. Okay. So that's like your, you know, like the picking locks and... Computers. And computers and stuff. Yeah, yeah computer hacking and all that. And um, repair. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I did have some points in intelligence because I wanted to do the repair thing where you repair the robot. Because the class... The class that's a wizard has like repair as uh, a class skill, so it's only one skill point to level it up each time. Oh, nice. and so I, of course, I put points into repair so that I could get the HK forty seven story. Yeah, unlocked. Yeah, that whole thing, and I think it was even it felt even worse or more egregious in two, but like the whole uh, like needing a particular set of skills. To uh, to like level level up um, companions, mm-hmm. and it had to be like like you personally have to know, uh, <laughs> right? Yes, yeah. And it's like, wait, I but I've got you know, I have this robot over here with like thirty six points in repair. Yeah, and I can't just have him come over here and repair this guy. Like, why do I have to be the one that does it? We're all on the ship right now. We're all yeah. right here. I can go outside and be standing right next to both of them and have yeah. him do it. Like. Yeah, exactly. Like I can, I can, I can go outside and swap to him and have him do repair stuff. But yeah. when we're all on the ship, he's like, nah. Well, but you can do the HK forty seven stuff outside the ship. You don't even have to be on the ship to do it. Yeah, but you still like when you interact with him. He's like, yes, it switches to you in the dialogue. It's like, Ugh. are you sure you want to do this? No, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I want the robot to do it. Yeah, the robot's the one who's good at this. I'm good at stabbing people with lightsabers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. And it's particularly like if you want to do it with a character that doesn't have repair as a class skill, you have to spend 
the maximum number of points, like pretty much every single skill point you possibly can into repair just to get it high enough to do that. Like you have to get the character to level 20 and have spent every single point that you can on repair, which I think if you start as like the soldier and go to the, the other class and you don't have like 14 intelligence or something, you won't even get enough skill points to do it. Yeah. Those requirements were crazy for the yeah, for the whole for the whole HK thing. Yeah, which sucks because it's like the best story part in the game. Yeah, like all the other companion stuff is crap. Like when I played through with Wizard, I like totally crapped on everybody else's story <laughs> so bad. Like with uh, with like the mission character, you know, her, her stupid brother Griff. Like, yeah, I didn't even unlock the fact that she had a brother or you know or whatever. Like. Until after I already cleared the sand people village. Uh-huh. So by the time she's like, my brother's captured by sand people. It's like, he wasn't there and now he never will be. So your story is screwed for the rest of, for the rest of this run. Like, it's just not even going to happen. And it's like the other ones, it's like. Just, <laughs> you better hope he wasn't dressed up as a sand person. Because man. <laughs> yeah. Oof. They're, like, they're all gone. Like, all I can do is she, talk to like whenever I talk to her about it. All she says is, "We gotta like we gotta go get him." And I'm like, "Well, he's probably dead because I literally can't find him now." Yeah. So. Oh man. Yeah. So, so I guess chalk that up to like Bioware quest jank. Yeah, it's just a bad quest <laughs> build up. Like, like yes, because you didn't trigger like the visit because you didn't if you don't walk out of the ship with her in your party yeah soon enough you know it's just nope nope (laughs) yeah but i got him i got his wisdom and charisma like combination so high that i could that i did force choke the in boss to death oh wow so it just takes like total min maxing your character it just takes severe it takes extreme dedication but also you have to get the force like there's the the skill that like clears all force buffs because part of it is he puts on that buff like force immunity he casts force immunity on himself so that you can't hit him with anything uh-huh. and so if you remove for his force immunity with the ability that root just from the, the total debuff power Mm-hmm. You have to have that basically, um, but you debuff him, and then yeah, you just choke the shit out of him. <laughs> it was like it was, and it was great because I played a non lightsaber character again, which is totally perfect for a wizard. Yeah, because like you basically just like force push, like all you do is force push to kill everything, and then just <laughs> gun him down. Like you force push and you knock him back and damage him, and then you just gun him down with a heavy blaster. And I didn't put any feats into Heavy Blaster. I just waited till I got that, like, chip you put in your head to make yourself the master of all weapons. And it was awesome. Wow. <clears throat> so were you light side, I guess? Or no, you had uh, force choke, so you were dark side. You don't, you, you don't have to be either. I went light side because if you max out light side, you get a three extra points in charisma. Uh-huh. Just to make sure that I had, like, a... Like a forty difficulty class on all of my force powers, but even then I had so many I had so many freaking force points I could still spam like dark side powers fully maxed out light side. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Well, 
I guess light side, uh, light side is more powerful than the dark side. Huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was totally, it was very satisfying. Like it's like so cheap. Uh, and yeah, I think I had like 80 hit points or something. Cause I had like eight, eight constitution. Right. But nobody can touch you because you're yeah. too busy getting flung into walls. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> there was only like one spot where I died and I had to like, I had to like change, change up things up a little bit. And it's like there's this one thing where you get like a bunch of Mandalorians come out of stealth. Yeah. And it was just like they poured like 50 grenades, like all of them just threw like so many grenades. And it was just like there's like literally nothing you can do. You're just like freaking pummeled with grenades. Uh, and so I had to switch around where I walked into the, the ambush spot with HK-47 because I was doing like the total droid. I was doing droid companions when I was running around. Yeah. Um, because why not? But I, I walked him in, and so then he got hit with a grenade, and my guy was back and could force push them and knock them all on their ass. And so he only got hit by, like, two grenades. And then it was done. And then, and then <laughs> so he only got hit by two grenades. Instead of, like, 20. I mean, yeah. that was the problem. I was like, maybe I can wait out these grenades and just heal myself. It's like, no. It's just, I can't even see. Like, my dude is just buried under grenade effects like invisible because it was just like they were just heaving like thousands of them yeah it's just weird to come out of a battle and you're and you're you're like well you know it's it's pretty good i only got hit by two grenades (laughs) yes when you only get hit by two grenades it's a good day yeah yeah but uh yes so i Playing that Dragon, Dragon Age, or Dragon Age, no, Dragon, what am I, yeah, Shadowrun. There's like <laughs> it's a, not, uh, not uh, Dragon they, at all. Uh, they've got Dragon, one of the one of them has Dragon in the title. That's okay. Uh, so the Shadowrun, and, uh, but, so Shadowrun, like, decking is like, it's, I, I'm not, I'm not doing anything in decking, and I know that's going to bite me in the ass. That's because, the, that's the hacking? Yeah, the hacking thing, like, that's going to, that's like one of those, that's like that, it's basically like trying to play Fallout without lockpicking, I think. And mm. I know I'm going to be like, fuck, this sucks. Like anything, like un- until I can get a character that's a Decker to accompany me, I'm just yeah. going to be like, fuck, this is the worst. Yeah, I... Uh, that's one of the things that bothers me about Fallout. But I... like it, And it also kind of makes me wish they would make a good Deus Ex again. Um, one where you can like just punch the door open you know uh-huh. you're like well i didn't go lock pick but i did go like full upper body strength and uh i'll just rip this off with my with my muscular bicep fingers yeah yeah let me just pick up this gigantic like refrigerator sized crate and throw it at the door and that <laughs> busts the door open. or in your case i'll set the boy on fire yeah yeah exactly yeah just set the boy on fire and have the boy run through the door you know? Flaming boys will open locks in the original Deus Ex, if you did not know. Yeah. Well, we... Also, you could burn children in that game because it was made before ESRB ratings existed. Was it, though? I am pretty sure it was. I, you could burn everything in that game, though. You could burn cats and yeah, children. I, uh-huh. That was that was so pre-ESRB. There was no way. Yeah, well, I mean, if it was... Okay, yeah, because I did buy it as... Uh, a, like, before I was 18... Um. Yeah, that must have been pre ESRB. I have to look up when ESRB 
is now, just to be sure. I know Daggerfall was pre-ESRB mm-hmm. because that had bare tits all over the place in that game. When you're running around, like, if you you could make your female character naked yep. and you would see her nipples and you could run into all kinds of... Well, the, even, on every, your, even on your character sheet, you could just go like, oh, let's just take all the clothes that, off. That's Whoa. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You, you take, you take all, the, all the clothes off your character and bare nipples and then there was like all those temples you could go in and... And there was just chicks, bare-breasted ladies, like yeah, they're all like all the temple, temple priestesses or whatever, and the, and and in the uh, the uh, some of the Daedra also uh, were just in the uh, yeah, there were just characters. There was like yeah, the nymph character that was yeah, just was like a, a naked lady, uh-huh. like and somehow kicked the crap out of you. Oh yeah, she would destroy you. And I think the harpies. <laughs> Also the harpies. Yeah. It was like something about like the more naked you were, like the more powerful you were. Yeah. Except for skeletons. Well, except for you. Skeletons like you, were like really naked and not too too strong. You, like you personally, like the more naked you were, like the less powerful you were. But enemies. Yes. That was the Enemies, case. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, man. <laughs> Games are different. <laughs> but I guess it was also different because, you you know. At least in uh, uh, Daggerfall, it was all like 2D sprites and everything. Yeah. Okay. It says ESRB was established on September 16th, 1994. Uh, okay. So that was post ESRB because Daggerfall was like 96, 97, and Deus Ex was 99. I guess it was maybe it was before like it became kind of a mandatory can't buy can't buy video games in Walmart sort of situation, or maybe they just hadn't gotten quite as like nipple Haiti. Or maybe it was when, like, before there was any kind of, like, no, really, you can't sell, you legally can't sell these to children. But there, there's, it's still a voluntary system. There's no, there's no law. Oh. There's no actual law, as far as I'm aware. Maybe there's some, like, on the state local level, but there's no, like, the ESRB is voluntary. It's like a self-regulating group. It's just that, you know, if there's, like, you know, dicks and nipples and stuff in your game, Walmart's not going to sell it because it's going to get an adults-only rating. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Deus Ex was 2000. So, yeah, I guess it was... I guess it was in that time. But, but again, I think maybe they weren't quite as... They were, they were way more laid back about it. And maybe... And it also may have been that they weren't, like... They didn't they didn't rate that game or something. Like, it, it hadn't become quite as compulsory as it is now. Yeah. So, like, the mid-90s was, like, the film, like, equivalent to the film in the 70s. (laughs) Yeah, like, right before they had that kind of rating system, it was just, like, yeah. Wow, 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 wow. And, like, all the... What? Like, (laughs) porn porn movies and stuff. Yeah, because it's, like, they had, I mean, they had, like, there was, like, Leisure Suit Larry, Mm -hmm. the games, you know, games and crap like that. Well, except Leisure, Leisure, Leisure Suit Larry was... It was it was very suggestive and very like like sexualized, but they never showed it. They never showed it. Okay, Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem showed it. <laughs> but I think you also had to put in like a or it had to like toggle something in the options um, to do that. Because I remember like. Or maybe it was like the shareware version they weren't naked, but in the regular version, they were naked or something. I don't remember. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So Duke Nukem was like '97 to yeah. yeah. So again, it was after the ESRB, but it's like really there was. Yeah. I think I think what got you an M rating was very different back then. Mm-hmm. And I think honestly, I think all rating systems have gotten way more harsh. Like, because you know, like Snow White, I don't think would be G rated anymore. Like, no, no, I don't. I don't. I'm not even sure if it would be PG. Uh, like PG, what was it? Oh, was it um, Temple of Doom? Was that the thing that that created PG thirteen? Like I keep hearing that 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 was like that movie and maybe something else were like responsible for the creation of PG thirteen as a as a rating mm-hmm. because it it was an Indiana Jones movie and for the most part it's like totally fine. And then they ripped that one guy's heart out and set yes. him on fire. And like the dozens of people that get like shot to death and eaten by alligators. And well, I mean, that's fine. Flushed down like in the giant waterfall death. And yeah, but that, 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 all that stuff's cool. You know, th- this guy like set him on fire. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I guess it's a little bit different than in the first movie, the whole melt Nazi thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that stuff like. Yeah, it's, it like gets down to the skull and everything. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that one. I mean, honestly, like that scene, I feel like is a little bit more PG thirteen than the than the heart ripping out scene. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it was PG thirteen because of the racism. <laughs> Doctor Jones, I feel like I step on fortune cookie. <laughs> yeah. It's so terrible. Short Round's a great character. He's a great character. Yeah. Yes. Like all of the Asian stereotypes of the 80s. Uh-huh. Well, in, he was also in another great uh, Spielberg movie, The Goonies. Uh-huh. That was the same actor? Yeah. Oh, God. Data, Data, Data is also Short Round. I don't believe you. You don't believe me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess well, see now if I look it up and it's it then and, then and it's I'm not gonna, you're you know, such a racist if it's not <laughs> there's no there's no getting around it oh they all look alike uh, but I'm really pretty sure that he, it's it's the same kid because they even they even they even sound alike <laughs> for what that's worth uh-huh. which now I'm just kind of digging my own hole I think yeah uh, <laughs> not making things any better you better be right about this. Are you also looking it up? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Man. I keep forgetting that Josh Brolin was in Goonies. Okay, but, you got lucky. Lucky? Jonathan K. Kwan. <laughs> yeah, and look at that profile picture. It's short round. <laughs> No, I'm totally right. Yeah. Also, Corey Feldman still alive, right? Yes. Yep. He's still alive. Is he? Yeah. Is he doing? He's still acting too. That's crazy. Who was he in Encino Man? Short Round was an Encino Man. What? Yeah. Was he one of the guys uh, in the computer animation? Uh, department 
<laughs> whatever. Do you remember the mon- the montage? I don't. I don't know. All I know is that his name was Kim in that movie. Hmm. Well, the important thing to know is that I was right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. And also, Michael Deloise, who was the bully in that movie, did not age well. Uh. In oh, in Encino Man. Shush, shush. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> movie, also an excellent movie. Yes, one of the classics. Yeah. Yep. This guy, it's a caveman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great. Uh, but also, you know, uh, a little racist. Kashmir and Rajni. <laughs> yes, no wheezing the Jews. Yeah. <laughs> and that guy, the guy, uh, Ra- Rajni? One of those guys is in the Mummy movies. Which I finally saw the first one. And I fell asleep watching it, so. So not. Good uh, movie? Not, not, a, not a stunning review of that movie, then. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've fallen asleep to a number of movies recently. Okay, but on a, like for for like knockout ability on a scale of like one to Johnny Mnemonic, like, <laughs> oh, how man. much would it? How much did it put you to sleep? Uh, I'd give it. Uh, uh let's see. I'd give it about a five. Give it about a five. About five. Okay, also, I dare anyone to watch Johnny Mnemonic without, like, getting a little drowsy. Yeah, man, that movie put us all out. Yeah, middle of the afternoon, yeah. watching this movie, fully awake, like, I think we were even full of, like, sugar and soda, and yeah. it was still just, like... Boom. That We got, like, we got like maybe, an, so, maybe, like, 45 minutes into that thing, Yeah, and, and we were gone... Like, the whole family just down. I, I don't even know what that movie was about at all. Like, there was got so little plot. Well, what I... I remember... Like, we got to the dolphin. You remember the talking dolphin, right? No. Okay. Well. I must have fallen asleep before you. Also, I don't think it talked. But... <laughs> yeah, this is what guess, we know about this movie. We think there's a talking dolphin. Can't well, confirm. I've, I've watched it more recently. and watched mm-hmm. it all the way through. How did you keep awake? I, I was doing something else. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, Dolph Lundgren's in that movie. Never saw him. No, no, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't make it that far. Yeah, and it was like, this was like back in the time of cassettes that we watched this. And it was like, asleep yeah. until the cassette reached the end of the tape, and it was woken up by like, the loud, horrible hissing noise. No, it was the dial tone, the like, the, the boop, 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 thing that, at the end of the, at the end of every VHS tape. Yeah, whatever it was, like the noise that it makes at the end. <laughs> when we were like, what just happened? Is this movie over? Oh man, yeah. Good nap though. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so also I played a different game that I got on Steam sale. Okay. Uh, Dungeon of the Endless. I've played it a couple of times. Um, Is it endless? Uh, it's endless, I guess, in that you can play it over and over again. I don't really know. No, that's not endless. It. That's that's in that's that's as endless. That it, the, playing it over and over again is too endless as having a uh, hundred games with ten difficulties each is equal to a thousand games. 
Those little handheld yeah. things that they would sell on TV. Throw your video game cartridges away. <laughs> I just remember that. Like, I was like, what? No, don't throw Super Mario World away. That's just like seven versions of Blockout. Why, Why would Why you even you... throw it away? Why would you throw them? You already bought them. You already own them now. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like it's a replacement feature. Like, yeah. Like, now. Nah, now that I've got new shoes, I don't need these crappy old shoes. It's not how that works. No, no. <laughs> it's like, I I bought another book. I guess I should throw away these five books. Yeah, they're garbage now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Iron Man two came out. Time to throw away the old movie. Yeah, it's obsolete. <laughs> Never watch that one again. Yep. Jeez, it's terrible infomercials for terrible games. Yes. We were like children, and it still didn't fool us. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, but it is the kind of thing that like your grandma would buy for you. Uh-huh. I mean, that's basically who all infomercials are marketed for is like old people. Yeah, I saw this on TV. It looked really great. <clears throat> yeah, this guy didn't know how to open jars. Until he found this thing, and now he can open every jar. <laughs> Has this ever happened to you? And it's like somebody trying to flip hamburgers on a grill with their bare hands. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, no, because <laughs> or maybe because they... fire hot. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they have a spatula, but they're just like jamming the burger into the, like, the grill. Yeah, like, or they're just, just like stabbing it. themselves in the eyeball with the end of the spatula. Because it's so hard to use. Yeah. Yeah, I see products like the perfect pancake or something, and I'm like, are you serious? Like, you can't just flip it. Just <laughs> f- just put it, the spatula under it, flip it over. No. <laughs> no, that's still not as bad as the poke this thing into the orange, cart- orange juice carton because you can't open a carton or, or buy it in a bottle. Oh, what? Yeah, you don't remember those? It was no. like the it was like the thing, it was like a plastic nozzle that you would stab like a Capri Sun into an orange juice carton because when you try to open it like with the paper folds, obviously you're going to rip the entire top off and just spray a half gallon of orange juice across the kitchen. <laughs> because you're a Hulk. Yeah. Maybe it's just for people who are just super tired of dealing with that whole, like, fold it back, then, like, pinch it and pull it forward. Uh, Three steps? I want to just stab this thing once. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, now they got little bits of, like, paper glue all up in there because... Right, and also, like, this thing is so much easier to use. Like, yeah, now I've got to, like, try and stab this thing through, like, two inches of wax paper (laughs) to get... To get it in there. If I can't even open the container, I'm not going to be able to use this damn thing. <laughs> well, I guess the guy that's like ripping this thing in a half to open it, it's probably strong enough to jam that thing in there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and how they're not just like crushing it through Sears, just strength of shoving that thing in there yeah. and having juice fly everywhere. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how his Hulk strength doesn't just smash the container down into like a flattened 
flat and messy wad. I mean, if he wants orange juice so bad, and he is so strong, just grab a tree full of oranges and just like just squish it with your horrible hands. <laughs> your, your enormous, like, powerful Hulk hands just just crush, just crush the tree, crush, crush the tree into your mouth. <laughs> yes. Or just go to like the produce section, knocking down cloaks and sending them flying into walls and just like grab just like a wad of like oranges out of the thing and just like and just crush like the huge thing into like your mouth as you open it. Yeah. And like gurgle and scream. Yeah. And then just jump out of the ceiling (laughs) to leave without paying. Yes. They're not going to stop you. They're they're puny. They're They're puny humans. Puny humans. They can't stop you, Hulk. You've got juice to drink. You've got to to fuel your your Hulk powers with the orange juice. Which I imagine he's fueled by orange juice at this point. Uh Because why would he need to drink it so bad? That wasn't the case. This is the orange Hulk. Yeah. He's just, yeah, he's all orange colored and he kind of looks like Edward James almost. Yeah. You wouldn't like me when I'm thirsty. <laughs> Juice! <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he has to, like, fight off, like, Toothpaste Man or something. <laughs> Ooh, yuck. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> That's his weakness. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's disgusting. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to do it anymore. It's so gross. No, I gotta wait like an hour. Uh, so I could possibly become orange Hulk with this. <laughs> he keeps brushing my teeth and I can't stop it. <laughs> his, his nemesis is like the dental hygienist. Gaston wakes up in a chair. <laughs> it's not even drilling. Like, he's not even doing any drilling. He's no, just, it's just he's refreshing. Just, he's just putting fluoride on him. It's like, oh, no. I couldn't possibly. <laughs> it's not even like he... It's not like he physically can't. He's just, like, it's really just, unwilling it's just, to. It's just like, it's like, no, it's just so foul. I just don't want to. Oh, uh, oh, oh, that's... Oh boy, it's so bad. I don't even want to swallow. No, I just no, I can't. I can't. I won't. Orange Hulk, people are on fire. You no. gotta help the city. No, I can't. I just brushed. No, Orange Hulk, people are dying out there. No, no, no. Oh, oh Orange Hulk, if only it weren't for this dentist. Damn it. <laughs> no, every be, six months, it would be a mild inconvenience for me. I'm sorry. I, I just can't right now. So that's in the st- Dungeon of the Endless. That's what that <clears throat> Do you think a psychic would be one of those little cuties or one of those little, uh, what are they called? Those, uh, not tangerines, they're like, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Little halo, what are they called? So, so his sidekick would be someone that he might crush and drink? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Is it like a giant, like, anthropomorphic... Uh-huh. Like tangerine yeah. yes. thing yes. or whatever? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not like the Tangerine Kid or something. <laughs> I mean, he could be called the Tangerine Kid, but he's also an anthropomorphic Tangerine. <laughs> it's like, no, he's literally the Tangerine Kid. Look at him. He's like, what would you call like, him? He's like Violet Beauregard, but like an orange instead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he accidentally ate a radioactive Tangerine. <laughs> And it's just a really, this is a really upsetting episode where, yeah, where, where the only thing he can do to turn into Orange Hulk is squeeze the Tangerine Kid. <laughs> it's like I'll do it, I'll do it for you, Orange Hulk. Ah, juice me, juice me. Sounds so horrible. And Orange Hulk is just crying the whole time. Oh, you're so <laughs> delicious. Oh. oh. If only you were pulp free. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, now after that vision of horror. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, so Dungeons and Dragons, it was, so it wasn't what I was expecting. It's, I mean, it's a, it is, I guess, kind of a roguelike. You have, like, rooms that you explore, and once you die, it's over, and you will die, like, a lot. Mm-hmm. Is um, it, like, each time you play through, it's a little different? Yeah, I mean, like, the, like, it's, you know, it's, like, a randomly laid out set of rooms. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so, like, you know, you go through one time and there's different rooms, you know, which really wasn't what I was expecting. I don't, I, I don't know, I was expecting something that felt, like, a little bit more, like, where there is a little bit more, like, carryover or, like, at least, like, a, when I heard Dungeon and Endless, I thought it was going to be something where there was more, like, a much longer experience. Mm-hmm. You know, and did you ever play Rogue Legacy? No. Okay. But it seemed like it's a very like as far as I can tell, it's like ten or so levels, and once you get through all of them, it's done. So it's kind of like uh, FTL, I think, in yeah. that sense. Um, and it's also like there's there is, I mean, there's characters that you like level up and stuff. But that's only like a very small part of the system. Like there's also rooms that you power up and you can build like tower towers and resource generators in the rooms. And doing that, like basically like you have to explore the dungeon until you find the exit. And then you take this crystal, which is back at the very beginning of the of the of the dungeon of the floor and you have to carry it all the way to the to the exit and what once you do that like just crap tons of monsters come out and try to attack you as you try to carry this crystal slowly to the exit so you have to build all of these like defenses while you're exploring the dungeon to defend your path from the entrance to the exit and so there's like all this other like resource management that has nothing to do with just managing the characters. Mm-hmm. That's actually like a very, very small part of it. Uh, so I don't know. And it's like, it, it definitely just was not what I was expecting. And I, I think that's why I'm just kind of like sour on it. I'm just like, Oh, this isn't what I wanted. Ugh. Cause it's like, I play for like 10 minutes and I die. And then I have to start all the way over again. And there's like, and I'm just like, Ugh. I wanted something that's a little bit more like deep, I guess. So, and because the thing is, like, even if I like, I think I've gotten about to 
three or four floors in, which is still like 40% of the way through the whole thing. And, and it's just like, I know that it's not even like that. It's not going to be very long if I get to the end mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm just, eh. so you're so, disappointed. Yeah. Mostly just disappointed. Yeah. <clears throat> if you like that stuff, it's maybe a lot of fun, but it wasn't, it wasn't for me. Yeah. That kind of describes my experience with sub level zero, which was, uh, a roguelike kind of a, th- a similar kind of thing as you're describing, but with a descent gameplay. So it was like a 360 shooter and you go around in these like randomly generated caves and there's only 10 levels. And each time then you just kind of like progress through these levels and each level is a little harder than the last one. And, um, and I never got to the end, but like I played through the first like five or six levels so many times that I was just got bored with doing that because I'd see the same like the art set, like I'd see the same art set and I'd see the same enemies and it would, you know, you start from scratch pretty much unless you manage to earn, like do something to earn a different kind of ship. But even the different kinds of ships like were much marginally different. So... Yeah, I, it was I, kind of like, all right, like I'm not seeing anything new. I've I've spent a few hours in this, and like, sure, you know, it's it's kind of on me to get better at playing this game to get to the next few things, but I just really don't care anymore. Yeah, I think that's why I, was, I think maybe I was frustrated with this game too. It's like it doesn't like the characters. No way, like I can choose like a different set of characters to take, but the characters are all totally pre-built, and there's just a level up button on them right and there's like the fact like if you can even find equipment or get the chance to get equipment like that's totally random and like the types of like you can research upgrades to build new structures and new defenses and stuff Mm -hmm. but what you get there is totally random like everything is so random and there's such a total reset every time there's like no learning there's no like let me do this a different way to be better there's yeah, like so little of it because so much of it is is completely random, and the start over is the same but so different that there's there's you know I've played it like six or seven times now and it just doesn't feel like there's enough for me to be able to change to get better. It's not like oh if I put you know my starting stats in a different setup or something I could do things a little different or mm-hmm. whatever. There's like no, there's like Virtually nothing for me to change at the start other than the, the two characters that I take with me. And the progress I make from there forward is totally random whether or not I like, because I mean, one time I ran through and I opened up a door. I still hadn't found the exit. And I opened up a door and the stuff that came out was just so was so tough that it just killed me. There was like literally like nothing I could have done to to stop that from happening. It was just, nope, we've decided that we're just going to roll enough monsters to kill you. And that's it. And it's just like, well, this sucks. I don't want to do this. Like if it's, if it's that random and there's not like, there's so little that I feel like I can do to be, to affect any change. And like, I, I get really sick of that, like starting experience because it's kind of crappy. Yeah. You know, like I just, I, 
tire of it and I don't want to I don't want to try and suffer through that which is drastically di- like and it's odd because I love Demon Souls and like those games but like again I think there's a significant difference for me there because I made I still had made some marked progress like I gathered some souls and I can go back and like improve some stats and stuff so that the next time I go back through it you know I I'm doing a little better the next time. Like yeah. I make progress so that yes, I died, but you know, it was like, okay, there's a rock that falls down here every time. And now that I know that there's a rock that falls here, I know to dodge it, you know, because it's consistent. And I mean, that's part of it. It's like the level design was consistent and you know, you do like, as long as you keep like spending souls when you get them regularly, like you, you improve, so, yeah, I guess to me, that's like the big difference is and that was what really frustrated me that there was no like, oh, OK, you know, I can take what I just did and, you know, have a little bit better chance the next time. And there's just none of that. Well, that, that kind of sucks. Yeah, I, I mentioned Rogue Legacy earlier because that's a, a thing where you get stuff and then you it's a it's like an action platformer. And so you go through parts of this dungeon and uh, different areas have like different different like monster difficulties and stuff, but it's all like the layout changes and the monster stuff changes. But as you play through it, you get, um, you earn gold and whenever you die, you, you're reset and you pick from a set of like, like randomly generated characters, like a set of three that you can pick from. Um, but as you play, you can use the gold that you got from the last run to buy different kinds of characters that have different abilities or increase your stats, like get more, like take more damage or double jump or these other things, you know. So you do get that kind of overall progress that you can feel. And then that'll help you, you know, get further along in the, whatever map. And there's also like four or five bosses or whatever. Well, main mainline bosses and then like also optional bosses. And those boss fights are always the same. So that encounter you can like keep going back to and be like, okay, he does this attack in this pattern and that kind of stuff. Kind of like a Demon Souls. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Maybe you'd like that game more. Possibly. But um, yeah. That other game sounds like a bummer. <laughs> well, and again, there's some people that really like it. So, and and the the art, it's pixel art, but I don't know something about the way that it's done. It feels really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's just like the quality, of the effects, and stuff, and the rendering of it makes it feel really neat. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm starting to notice this thing where there there are some games that are very meticulously crafted like they are very like you you can't um you can't really doubt the amount of time and effort put into the making of the thing but the result is that it's just not very fun (laughs) you know like i was having a conversation with some people at work about fez because um somehow that got brought up and then 
<laughs> and you already said to mention that you hate Fez. And I was just like, yeah, you know, I thought that game kind of sucked. And the, <laughs> and the other guys were like, no, it's brilliant. You know, like, they've got this whole language and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but why do I want to learn it? They're like, what? And I was like, yeah, why do, like, what? what's my motivation for, like, getting very far in that game? Because the gameplay mechanics suck. Like, the game itself, the, the, the thing that you're actually playing is really boring. Like, navigating that space is just super tedious. So why would I want to play that? And like get deeper into this like mystery when there's like no drive for me to continue doing these actions to get to like to go around this place and like explore when the exploration is boring. So like if I can't get over like you know the if the if in the first half hour I'm like oof there's that much map God why <laughs> you know then you've kind of lost me. And like no amount of like, oh, there's all of this mystique around, you know, and, and maybe it's because it kind of like, I feel like I've, I totally missed the zeitgeist on like that game as a, as a whole. Uh, and that like the, the, the joy that a lot of people got out of it was like seeing other people talk about like that. Oh, there was all of this like other stuff that people are figuring out. And so you can you know work as a community to like figure out, you know, these esoteric puzzles and like like get these different pieces and and i don't i don't know like what in the end like what that leads to maybe some i don't know special ending or something but but it's like then that's the fun like the fun's not actually the game the fun is like the i guess community problem solving that the game promotes and so like if you're not know. part of that, then you're just... If you, yeah, if you miss that and you just find out about it after the fact, like I did, where people are like, oh, you know, there's all of these things and like add all these notes and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, great, okay. Like, I already know that's a thing. I already know, I already know those are things, but I don't, really, I don't really care to like visit that because I don't want to do any of the maneuvering the game character to solve all of that stuff. I'd rather like if somebody presented me with information from that and I'd like tried to solve it like some kind of puzzle, then okay. But I don't really want to look for it myself <laughs> because, because the game like, but, but so, so I think like if they had like made a really fun game that, but yeah, I mean, I guess there's the question, like if they had made a really fun game and it had like good, you know, I don't know, like, uh, mobility mechanics or like uh, like interesting platforming or combat or something like that in the game and there's a there's like a like a, a story that like uh, was interesting and like drew me forward to like keep progressing through this story and then there was like well, there was like one ending that I could get through that mechanic but then there was all of this other like ancillary stuff that I could do to like uncover a deeper thing inside the game, then I would be more likely to do it. But the, but it it didn't have that first part. It didn't have that first part where I wanted to keep playing the thing. There wasn't there wasn't like a default motivation to to go through the game. Yeah, yeah. Like I I just didn't it just didn't grab me. It just didn't do anything for me to make me like want to do anything in it. So I I couldn't I couldn't do it. <laughs> And just telling me, like having somebody just tell me that it's like a brilliant game. I'm just like, no, it's it's a really 
well like the guy did a really good job like being very like um yeah i guess like having a, a good attention to detail in like the levels that he made and like the world that he crafted and he made a very intricate puzzle for people to solve and that's something but he didn't make a very fun game <laughs> fair enough so you got some games on Steam and have not played them yet. No, I've not. I got uh, Transformers Devastation and I got uh, a game called Hyper Light Drifter. Don't know that. It's a um, it's kind of a got kind of a Zelda perspective, like a top down sort of three quarter view kind of look to it, and it even it it ah. you you get like a gun and a sword or something and the gun has like a very very limited amount of ammo or something but you can recharge it i thought you can say you could throw it at people um, or bash them with it no but you get these like it looks kind of like a zelda like there's kind of an overworld and there's some boss fight stuff and you there's like a, a, a shop and you can go to the shop and there are these different different shops for different things and buy different maneuvers for your gun or sword or whatever. And that lets you do different attacks and things. And it looked really in, interesting. Um, and it's got a pretty, like, cool-looking, like... It's pixel art, but it's done in a different way than just, like, um, you know, typical pixel art that tries to emulate retro games mm-hmm. like this. This looks like an older game, but not like it doesn't look like anything in, like an older console system could actually do, you know? Yeah. I think there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of games that are like that. I mean, like Terraria is kind of that way, right? It's like, it's pixel art, but it's got light, like it's got real time lighting and particle systems and stuff that just did not exist in, the original pixel age. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it looks interesting and I, I got it for like, I don't know, like 10 bucks or something. So, you know, that's how I do. Yeah. I thought about getting uh doom, the new doom. Cause it's like 40% off. So it's like $30, $35 or something. I didn't end up getting it. I think I'll have fun with it, but I, I don't know. Maybe I'll wait for, probably for like the, the fall the, or the winter sale or something for that one. Mm-hmm. I did get one other thing, but it was, I got, I got oblivion because I don't know where my original disc for that is. Oh yeah. And, uh, I just figured I'd have a version that's backed up on digital format. So I can go through it. I still never actually beat it. And I think maybe I, like I think part of the reason I got some of these games that I did is I'm just looking for like another like really just like you know dig dig in like hardcore like super geeky uh just like get way RPG. deep in an RPG kind yeah, of thing. Like, yeah, like yeah, exactly. And uh have you and you you haven't played The Witcher 3? I have Oh, I got The Witcher 3 too. I haven't played that yet. Okay, well there you go. Yeah, right, but again, like I want to play the Witcher games, but I have to get a new computer first, which is oh yeah, which is 
which is coming soon. So then I'll, there's like some games that I can actually play. Yeah. Like I'll actually go back and play uh, the the Batman game that I got that I never played because I don't think it'll run on this computer either. The Death by Batmobile. Arkham Knight. Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. Oof. Oh boy, the PC port doesn't run on a lot of things. Like it's just bad. It's just yeah. a bad port. Well, we'll see. Um. Yeah. Uh, Orange Crush. That's the name of this episode. Orange Crush. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna call. Yeah. I was just gonna call it Orange Hulk, but yeah, Orange Crush is good. <laughs> or maybe it's Orange Smash. I don't know. <laughs> no. See, that's too close to Hulk. Yeah. Because he—that's his catchphrase now. Is orange he has to, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. That'll that'll be good. Um, do you have anything else? Any? I can't think of any like game news really that's come up. E three happened. Yeah. Overwatch is apparently very successful. Mm-hmm. Have you played it? No. I haven't either. <laughs> it's, stealing, it's stealing people away from... Uh, uh, what's the other one? The MOBA. From League of Legends, apparently. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We'll, it, we'll see how long it lasts. If, yeah. If it overtakes it or not. But that would be interesting. It's just not as... I don't know. I, I don't see people having very because, like with League or Dota, you have a lot of like potential for like builds and stuff that you can do with all of the item shop and everything. Mm-hmm. So there's like a meta to that game, but every character only plays one way in the Overwatch. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just surprised. Well. I was initially surprised that people were willing to pay $60 for a multiplayer game, like a, a multiplayer only game, which I guess really shouldn't surprise me because so many people buy Call of Duty and like I would venture to guess that the vast majority of people who buy Call of Duties these days like don't touch the the single player and just play the multiplayer. But yeah, that surprised me. And then I thought, well, but no, it's also like Blizzard, and it's the first Blizzard IP in like a decade or something. Well, there's there's Heroes of the Storm, which is their League of Legends. That's not an IP though. Well, like that's yeah. that's every IP amalgamated into one thing. <laughs> I suppose that's true. And now they'll have Overwatch characters in there, I'm sure. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or would they be I'd say maybe they'd be cannibalizing their own products, but it's like the people who play one are going to play the other because they're so just in love with Blizzard. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like, I remember playing Team Fortress 2, and I keep hearing that the game is Team Fortress 2, and I'm like, yeah, I played Team Fortress 2, but I played it because it came, for me, basically free in the orange box. And, and I played that for like three months and then I was done. And I was like, all right. Well, yeah, but so for me, like, I've never liked arena shooters. Yeah. So, like, there's just no way I was ever going to get sold on Overwatch. 
I played Team Fortress 2 like three times. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Particularly, it's like, I, like, everyone else has been playing shooters for decades and oh, playing yeah. this game for years. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll come in here and, like, what does this button do while I'm trying to, like, you know, just, I'm just trying to figure out, like, how to play a game, uh-huh. you know. And uh, and everyone else is, like, already, like, spawn camping and shit. And I'm just like, I don't, you know, whatever. You know, I don't know what I'm doing here. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, I think, I feel like you kind of got that out of your system as a teenager with Action Half-Life, and then you kind of haven't really gone back to those types of games since then. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it like, T- TF2 was this, the first time since high school that I was like, oh, yeah, I'll play a multiplayer game. And since then, but, yeah, Action Half-Life was definitely the thing I was, like, super into. Um. Well, and then Battlefield, I suppose. That That's way. different, though. But, but I never really played that publicly. <laughs> I pretty much just ran dedicated servers in my apartment, and we would try to blow to, up people with cars. Tried to blow up people, with, or just tried to do like stunts or something. <laughs> like we would, <laughs> yes. we would like I, one guy would stand on a bridge, and I would fly under the bridge, and he'd like try to jump into my plane as the co-pilot or whatever. Or, right, that that type of behavior would not be tolerated on public servers. No, they really don't like it, <laughs> and they they especially don't like it if like you get invited to a Halo land party and you and the friend you that 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 brought you are like trying to get one of their like uh, little one man vehicles like inside of the base by shamming it through the door hard enough and like trying to get the angle just right to get it like just. <laughs> Just through there, if you can get the physics to just kind of bug a little bit, you can like, you can actually get it inside. Did you get it inside? Yeah, we got it inside. Nice. <laughs> could you drive it around? Not really. Really, there wasn't enough room to drive it around. <laughs> you could kind of rotate, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like that Austin Power scene. It's like all you can do is like, <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't the point. <laughs> point was just to just to accomplish that goal. And yeah, it. and the other yeah. thing was there was like a tree in the map, and we were trying to like jump on each other's heads because you could stand on each other's shoulders they wouldn't just knock you off and so one guy would crouch and the other guy would jump on top of that guy and then the guy on top would jump and then so the other guy would stand up and then the other the guy on top would jump again and then the guy on the bottom would then jump again and then the guy on top would then jump off the guy who was jumping okay and then you get into the then you get into the tree <laughs> And yeah, everybody else who was just watching us play this was just like furious that we weren't playing the game right. Because we were on opposing teams, obviously. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course you were. <laughs> well, that kept it balanced, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. So at least both teams had one guy down, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, only half their team was wasted. Yeah. Well, if you were on the same team, they would have just kept killing you, and you wouldn't. Have, you would never have gotten anywhere with that car. Yeah, but if we're both like basically just standing next to each other, it's like, well, if I shoot him, I might hit my guy, and I don't know. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so that's like that's what we would do. Like that's what I would do in Battlefield, or like. Right. That was just more like what kind of crazy stunts could you pull off? Yeah. Yeah. So if really, if there was just like a co-op stunt game, you would have been fine with that. Yeah. 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 Like like if you could like 
And, and then, like, so that's really what, like, what you need is just a game like that. That's, like, the co-op game for you. It's, like, some kind of stunt game where, like, you know, you, you, you fly, like, the old biplane and get somebody else to, like, walk on the wings and then... Uh-huh. And then see if you can, like, fly into a barn and they get the cow. So they've got, like, a cow, like, on the car. Uh-huh. On the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where games or like, the multiplayer mod for Just Cause 2 and that kind of stuff come into play. Where it's like, okay, yeah, this is, this is exactly what this is, you know. Or even before that, there was, like, a somebody had made a mod, a multiplayer mod for... Uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and then like later on, uh, it's like San Andreas, and so so yeah, like one of us would drive the uh, the truck, like the car carrying truck, and like lower the t- lower the gate thing down, and then another guy would like drive a motorcycle and ramp off the truck as it was going, you know that kind of stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, those are the kinds of multiplayer ex- experiences I'm into. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, we got an email again. Okay. So it was a correction about um, Star Trek racism, right? Oh, okay. Because I, I, well, it wasn't really a correction. It was really more just like a, like I had, I had brought up how Cisco had a had a black son, and and you were like, well, does that mean that it doesn't mean his wife was black? And I was like, well, but. No, I think that was Phil that was trying to say that. Oh, well, anyway. Um, no, it, uh, the, uh, yeah, the email, like, Daniel sent in the email, and he was like, no, no, Cisco had, a black, like, two black wives. So, yeah. Like, yeah. the first one died before the show had started, mm-hmm. and so the son is a result of that marriage. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, somehow I, I, I still know a heck of a lot about Star Trek. Yes, first interracial kiss... Uh, in the Star Trek series, but still not a lot of interracial couples going on. Although I think they had like interspecies couples, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there was like a Klingon and a Vulcan that were like in Voyager. There were there was an interspecies couple, but neither of them were human. That's what I'm saying. It was like a Klingon and a Vulcan or something. Uh, let's see. I think there was a. I think Worf, yeah, Worf had a son later, too. And I can't remember who his wife was. But yeah, Worf had a kid with, I think, a human. And... So that implies, like, some kind of, like, seed species that, like, you know... Like, all humanoids came from, like, some kind of progenitor... Is that what it is? Yeah. Species? Yeah. Yeah. Sort of implies that. Right. Well, I mean, there's there's no telling like the like the 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 genetic material may be close enough that they can have a have a sterile offspring, you know, like a like a mule or something. <laughs> Here's your mule. Here's a mule boy. <laughs> mule boy. But again, just the fact that like people in different quadrants of the galaxy mm-hmm. have genetic material that's that's compatible. Yeah, is highly unlikely without some sort of, you know, similar origins. I suppose, but you know, in a in a universe where, like, like what's the likelihood of in the Star Trek universe, like the spontaneous generation of life on all of these different galaxies, anyway, right? Like, 
Mm. You know, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, the Vulcans or whoever, like, was the first person to invent spaceship, like, went and colonized all these places. Ooh, gross. <laughs> Is that gross? Oh, I guess whenever you said colonize, I uh, I imagined, like, like, like how, how fish uh, breed and they just kind of, like, drop eggs and then fertilize it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, hey, you said colonize. It's different. It's different. <laughs> they didn't fertilize them. Yeah. Yes. We're just, like, dropping. Dropping. Drop, dropping eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Seeding the planets. But I'm just saying, like, if we... You know, if we, like, go to Mars one day and there's an animal there on Mars that we can breed with a cat, we're not going to be like, oh, that's normal. You know, there will definitely be some, some like, hmm, space cat. I think, yeah, I think there's science behind space cats. Yeah. (laughs) They're the actual travelers. Wasn't there a lion character in, like, Wing Commander or something? I don't know. I've never played Wing Commander. I I haven't even seen the Freddie Prince Jr. movie. (laughs) I I have seen that. (laughs) Why? Um, I don't know, because that was, like, the movie that my friends wanted to go see when I went to the movies. Mm. I've been there. Yeah, there's lots of bad movies seen because of that. Yep. Uh, Butterfly Effect. Rain of Fire. Um, Oh, jeez. The Interpreter. Now, that one was a total bait and switch, too. Because my friend said, hey, you want to go see the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movie? And I said, sure. That's a a funny movie. Uh, Not great, but it was all right. I'd go see it with you guys. And then I go there, and they're like, oh, we're going to go watch The Interpreter. That was a lie to get you to come with them. And I said, that's not the movie we agreed upon. <laughs> and you didn't just leave? I couldn't. I, they were my ride. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The worst for me was uh, New Year's Eve. Oh, wow. That was the worst one. Wow. Uh, that's rough. So that's pretty recent, too. Yeah. Boy. Now, was that the first? No, the first one was Valentine's Day. Okay. And they've made more than that since, of these holiday hookup movies? Uh, the only other one I'm familiar with is Martin Luther King Day, which is a spoof on 30 Rock. I'm not sure if there was another actual holiday. <laughs> I feel like they should do one called St. Patrick's Day, which uh-huh. basically just ends with everyone getting drunk, and that's why they end up together. Yeah. But. And also, there's a leprechaun in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and whoever, like, the celebrity flavor of the month is, uh, when that movie comes out, ends up with the leprechaun. Uh-huh. Uh, well, fine. Wrapping it up. Yeah. Okay, so Orange Crush? Yeah. Okay, perfect.